This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. make of what's going on with this this far right group in the in the house right now what is it they want and how will they succeed and how do they make sure that these 18 uh republicans who won in in biden districts and the, the many others who are otherwise moderate don't just sort of say we'll vote with democrats on some of these things well, they don't really care about that, Ali. What they're giving it, what they're doing is they're giving their base voters what they want. I'd add to what Max said. The one defining characteristic of these Republicans these next two years is revenge. These two years are all about the are all about revenge. The base of the Republican Party, Ali, believes the 2020 election was stolen. House Republicans reflect that belief. So they're going to investigate Fauci and COVID. They're going to investigate big tech, who they thought helped steal the election. And they're going to go after the deep state, who they believed helped steal the 2020 election. I, I, you, you, I'm so glad you emphasized this in your opening. This is revenge. This is about settling scores. And for most of these Republicans, Ali, it will work. They don't care necessarily about these other moderate Republicans. Some of them we've talked don't even care if Republicans retain control of Congress in two years. This is about feeding the base. The only time the Durham investigation moved over into a criminal inquiry was because of a tip about criminal wrongdoing by Donald Trump. And then that got leaked to the public. Who knows how? Oh, Durham's looking to criminal activity. And then Fox got a lot of content like that to shove on their viewers who ate it up. So this is what everyone needs to know as we watch what happens with this new Republican House committee, which is doing the same thing. The investigation into the weaponization of the federal government. It has already been done. It cost six million dollars. It went on for four years. It failed. But and then this is the key point. It happened behind closed doors because what House Republicans really want is for it to play out in public. So they're going to restage this entire failed enterprise using more resources all in front of the cameras. Are a member of this subcommittee and apparently you and your colleagues discussing subpoenas during your first closed door meeting on Friday. Congressman, tell me about where you feel the subpoenas are most needed right now. We just came off of this incredible, stunning story of the Twitter files where up to a thousand government employees in several different agencies, whether it's FBI, CIA, DOD, DHS, all had their own quote unquote lists of people that they wanted shut down on Twitter. Uh, there was clearly collusion where the FBI was directing social media to amplify lies and suppress truth. Where will the subpoenas be? 
Well, this is going to be some of the most important work of this House Republican majority. I'm honored to have been appointed to it. And take the Twitter story, for example, Maria. And when you talk about spending, we can go after. How about the $3 million that the FBI paid Twitter to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, which we know and knew then was not disinformation? So there is a lot of work we need to do uh, when it comes to the FBI and Department of Justice, whether it's their illegal targeting of parents as domestic terrorists, whether it was the spying on the 2016 Republican Trump campaign, uh, or whether it was uh, illegally um, not being forthright when it came to the FISA applications. There is a lot of there there. And we intend to fight for accountability and transparency. When it comes to the subpoenas, you know, we will announce those in due time. What I find is most interesting is already this administration, under the leadership of Joe Biden, is digging in their heels. What are they so afraid of? Are they so afraid of this transparency? The American people deserve transparency. These agencies work for the American people, not the other way around. And it's gotten way out of control where these agencies are now targeting hardworking Americans. Well, this is exactly right. And unfortunately, Congresswoman, you're getting stonewalled again. You saw what Avril Haines, the director of national intelligence, told the entire committee, uh, the intelligence committee in the Senate. Senators on the Republican and the Democrat side said to her, we want to know what these documents are about. And she said, no, go pound sand. So, Congresswoman, I'm asking you, subpoenas or no subpoenas, you're going to get stonewalled. You know that. Just the way you were stonewalled during the Russia collusion lie. Will you hold this president and this White House in contempt? Will you hold these leaders, quote unquote leaders, in intelligence who signed their name to that letter calling the Biden laptop disinformation? Will you hold them in contempt? How are you going to fight back from the stonewalling? Well, everything is on the table, Maria, and certainly these individuals are not above the law. I have said I believe there were crimes that were committed here, and this is government abuse at its work. I serve on the House Intelligence Committee. Our committee was formed going back decades because the intelligence agencies were run amok and there was no oversight from Congress. So our role to be good stewards of taxpayer dollars, to stand up for the Constitution and our constituents, is making sure that we hold these agencies accountable. Anything is on the table. All right, Congressman, we're going to be watching your work. It's important work. Thanks so much for being here this morning. Thank you. Okay, Elise Stefanik there with Maria Bartiroma yesterday morning, uh, Monday, 30 January, Year of Our Lord, 2023. I want to bring in Cash here. Uh, Cash, their complete meltdown over all these investigations. I think the uh, you've got oversight, you have judiciary, you've got House Intel, we're not going to have a special committee on the on the uh, on the covid virus and particularly Wuhan lab MTGs on that. But the jewel of the crown, I think, at least for right now, is going to be weaponization of government. This is going to be a classic like like church, maybe even harder hitting. Walk us through. There was a lot thrown out there in that cold open. Walk us through your initial thoughts of where we stand and, and how we get rolling on this, sir. Absolutely. Steve, great to be back with you and good afternoon. So, look. The reason the media, and this is your expertise, is one of many of your areas of expertise, the reason the media is having this combined meltdown, it's not a coincidence, it's not an accident. It's because their deep state cronies in the government went to the media and said, we are in fear of the corruption that's about to be exposed. So this should tell us we are onto something and we can't stop because they're sitting there calling us treasonous and us seditious. When they unify to come after a narrative that they perpetuated falsely for years, i.e. Russiagate, i.e. the weaponization of DOJ, i.e. Jan 6, it's all coming to a head, which leads us to the committees that you just talked about. 
And I agree with you. The main one is going to be the weaponization of government committee. And you just saw Jim Jordan received a letter from the White House from on behalf of the president, which essentially said, here's the Heisman. We're not giving you anything because of, quote unquote, the principles and traditions of the Department of Justice. Well, last I checked, principles and traditions aren't the law of the land. They aren't the Constitution. Merrick Garland keeps throwing this phraseology out there so he can hide behind it as if he's some sort of behemoth for law enforcement, when in fact, the principles and traditions they have created are government corruption. So Steve, there's a very poignant question asked in that exchange. How do you get this? How do you get accountability? And there's a guy who ran Russiagate, and Elise was on the committee with me when I was a chief investigator in House Intel for the Russiagate. There is one way to do it, and we broke that news on this show. And every member of Congress with a steel spine better be listening. You don't want to bother withholding them in contempt by a DOJ. This DOJ is not going to hold them in contempt. So the one way you get the documentation is you take their money. Every single House Republican committee has a Republican majority, and the levers in Congress allow them to fence the money of every agency and department that stonewalls them for documents. It is the one thing the DOJ, FBI, DOD, CIA, NSA, DHS cannot do without our taxpayer dollars. So they better go in there and take the money fast because we know their position. The White House has already said you've issued subpoenas. And then if the money thing doesn't work, which it will, it always does, Paul Ryan, even though he was terrible, one time to take to take the DOJ's money. I got a thousand pages of documents for Russiagate the next day, including the fraudulent FISA warrants and the FBI documentation. And if that doesn't work, then Kevin McCarthy is going to have to go to the inherent powers of Congress, meaning he sends a sergeant at arms to the Department of Justice, and they have the inherent constitutional authority to arrest people blockading congressional subpoenas. That's where we're at. Okay, I, I, I want to go back for a second because they took the gavel. One of the reasons they took the gavel out of the hand uh, and passed the omnibus bill was to make sure we couldn't defund immediately on this year's appropriations. Are you saying, although that's passed and they're doing the appropriations bill now that's got to be passed in the spring and summer because they're going to do it by regular order to get all of them organized uh, for September? So we're not going to go through a CR process. Are you saying now, with actually the money already appropriated? for what, fiscal year 23, I think they call this, uh, you can actually still fence the money that's already been in an appropriations bill. You can say, hey, if you don't hit that subpoena, I can fence X amount of dollars for anything is, and that money can't transfer uh, from Treasury or OMB won't approve it to go to that agency, sir? 100% true. Each committee of jurisdiction in Congress, Intel for the Intel Agency, Foreign Affairs for the State Department, um, Judiciary for DOJ and FBI, et cetera, and so on, has the inherent and the rules are written this way in Congress where they are allowed to fence already appropriated monies from the prior fiscal budget to any agency and department, and they can fence whatever money they choose. It requires approval from the Speaker of the House and approval from the committee by vote itself. But you can say, hey, Chris Ray, remember that $250,000 Davos jet you took so you can go tell the world that you want to partner with big tech? Your plane's grounded. You don't have that for the next $5 million of runway. And hey, Merrick Garland, remember you want to upgrade the DOG's, DOJ's hallways and hang your portraits here and there? We're taking that 10 million too. And they will fast, they will learn fast and hard that you're not playing because we can't blink. It is the only thing that brings them to bear and to bend the knee. And it is 100% lawful. And 
it's what the Holman rule, everybody keeps talking about the Holman rule, where if people you know, violate congressional mandates and subpoenas, you go and take their money. This is a finer point of the Holman rule that can be enacted unilaterally by a Republican Congress without going through all the hoopla um, to do so. It works. Is there, it, it, they should name the uh, weaponization of government, the government gangster, in honor of you and your <laughs> book, the government gangster committee. Right. Do, do you believe that that's going to happen as a tactical move? Do you think that the judiciary um, oversight and the weaponization committee should do this sooner rather than later to take a couple of shots? Because they've already told you they're going to stonewall you. Mm-hmm. Is there any doubt in your mind you're not going to get real any information coming from this regime uh, unless they're forced to, sir? No doubt in my mind. And don't take my word for it. The Biden White House counsel and the Department of Justice already sent a letter to Jim Jordan at the chair of the Weaponization of Government Committee and the Judiciary Committee, chairs both, and said the traditions and principles, again, quoting from their verbiage, prevent us, DOJ and FBI, from providing you with the documentation that you've requested. Unacceptable. Congress and the legislative branch of government is a coordinate branch of government with the executive branch not a subservient branch of government. Our founding fathers made sure constitutional oversight of these rogue agencies and departments must be conducted with full authority of the legislative branch unimpeded. And that is what these guys, Jim Jordan, Elise knows she was on the committee with me when we did this maneuver and she will testify in anyone in House Intel that it worked. Jim Jordan was there too. The reason he got all those documents back then and the world got to see them was because we pulled this lever and he's gonna have to pull it. And so is everybody on the other committees, whether it's foreign affairs or Homeland or what have you, they are gonna have to start doing it in unison. When you go after the border and its investigation, that's Homeland. When you go after Fauci, you shut down the money for the NIH and everything else. And I'm not saying take everyday operational funds and I'm not saying take the money from the people, the hardworking employees at the FBI and DOJ. I know that they're gonna twist my words, but there are millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars of pockets of money that you could take from these agencies in a heartbeat, and they will provide you documentation the next day. This has to be approved by the speaker. Is is McCarthy in your uh, to be a historic speaker? He needs to do this, right? Paul Ryan did it only one time, that only proved one time, and you guys got immediate results. Am I correct in understanding that? That's absolutely. We had to beg Paul Ryan to do it. He did it one time. We got a. We had seventeen subpoenas out that the FBI and DOJ stonewalled us on. We got a thousand pages of documents. You know the documents we got. The exculpatory evidence that they withheld from the FISA court, the lies that Strzok and Page were telling us. That's how we got that. Fantastic. Okay, we're going to ask uh, Cash to stay over, the author of Government Gangsters, a perfectly timed book. He's going to talk to us about some uh, some text messages we ought to review next in the war room. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. 
own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Cash, uh, Matt Taibbi's putting a bunch of stuff up on about Twitter, about another file coming out. You've got uh, a way to walk us through this. There's some explosive news about to come out, and I'll turn it over to you for that. Cash, the author of Government Gangsters. Thanks so much. Yeah, governmentgangsters.com, pre-sale. We're going to get this book out. But um, look, there's two sets of text messages that they wanted buried that we got out during the Russiagate investigation that never saw the light of day. But we've got the receipts. The War Room Posse has them. I hope they push them out to everyone that's watching. First set. Senator Mark Warner, the vice chair of the House Intelligence Committee in 2016 and 17, as the one of the senior most intelligence officials in Congress, his text messages were publicized because we caught them and they are now out there. You know who he's texting? The lobbyists for Oleg Deripaska and Christopher Steele. Yup, you just can't make this stuff up. Why is the intel chair subpoenaing the, or, or begging to meet with these foreign assets that's exactly what they are. And remind you guys, Deripaska is a criminally sanctioned individual who is under criminal prosecution in America. Mark Warner is caught red-handed begging their lobbyists for a meeting and introductions and conversations with these guys in the middle of the Russiagate investigation. And remember the Senate Intel Committee report differed from the Russiagate report? Well, now I wonder why. These questions have to be answered. I hope you guys read these text messages. I mean, I'll just to put it into context, Steve. What if a guy named Devin Nunes, who was chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, was caught in 2017 while running Russiagate, text messaging a sanctioned uh, a, a lobbyist for a sanctioned oligarch from Russia and Christopher Steele, the author of the Russiagate hoax narrative. We would not even be having this conversation right now as to why Mark Warner hasn't answered these questions, but it gets worse. The second set of text messages we're talking about that are public are, of course, from the lover Strzok. Uh, Strzok is caught texting McGonagall. Remember how we said on, on War Room that McGonagall and Strzok are best friends and they were partnered in the criminal intelligence division together, or, uh, counterintelligence, excuse me, to run the Russiagate hoax. Specifically, there's a text message that we, we have given the War Room posse and hopefully they're putting that one out too, that says they are talking about the DNC server hack and how they're going to run that narrative. We have known the entire time the DNC server hack narrative was run by CrowdStrike falsely, and the FBI didn't want to do its job because they didn't want the questions asked and answered to disprove that it had nothing to do with the Russian hack. These guys, it is no coincidence that McGonagall, remember, got paid a quarter million dollars by guess who? Oleg Deripaska, the same guy that Senator Warner was begging to have a meeting with in 2017 the same guy, McGonagall, who was running the Russiagate investigation and the DNC hack narrative for Peter Strzok is now charged federally for essentially being, for violating the Espionage Act, but they charge him with money laundering, for being on the payroll of the Russian government. And if that's not worse, we know Strzok could never keep it in his pants. Now breaking news. Also, McGonagall, while head of the CI division at the FBI, was having affairs outside of the FBI and subjecting himself to national security violations while conducting what was supposed to have been the most above board uh, investigation in FBI history. 
How do we know the, the last part about the about the affairs outside the agency? Is that it, where do you get that information from? Those receipts. Yeah, sorry, I, I didn't send you those receipts, but we got them. It's been um, publicized. The actual person he was sleeping with went to the media, and he's all but admitted it. And um, it was a, uh, it was not an FBI wow. ploy, at least the one we know about. But I'll get that to you. I wouldn't have said it if we don't have it. I thought, but still, but uh, but, still, but 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 still, but still opens himself up to uh, to opens himself up to blackmail. Um, what, and just tell our audience, when do you think this will kick into high gear and on what, will this be the weaponization of government, um, uh, committee that this will, the investigation come of this, you think judiciary may take some of this oversight. Where do you think this will fall out to get to the bottom of all of this aspect of it? No, that's a great question. And I think I've, this is what I've told these committees. It's got to go to the weaponization committee because that's why it was created. That's who has the mandate. And these other committees can't fight over, over the food on the table. We gotta parse it out. We gotta say, hey, Homeland Security, you do the border. We gotta say, hey, Health and Human Service Committee, you do Fauci. And then DOJ, FBI, weaponization, Intel, all go to the weaponization of government committee. And you gotta run hard. And you have to promise that every document you get under subpoena, um, you put out there. They can't all try to do the same thing. It happens too, uh, too often because Congress gets too eager. And I think you're gonna know, Steve, within a week or two, you're going to know if they're if they're serious yeah. about these investigations. I, 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 okay, I'm going to get to. I think they've worked out the jurisdictional. I think that's why they had the meeting in Amelia Island. Yeah. I think they came back. That's why they had the big meeting, and I think they mm-hmm. brought McCarthy in for the final sign off. So everybody's got their vertical. What would cash? When you say a couple, so let's assume for purposes of this discussion that they've been able to work out the different verticals of these. And this is, I also think, is why um, Jordan, quite frankly, didn't want to be speaker. This is obvious. Yeah that he wanted actually not just the chair of judiciary with everything they're working on. He also then wants to chair uh, the subcommittee in your mind. What, what if right now tell, we're talking to the audience, when do you think subpoenas and, and, and letters ought to be flying to make sure we're putting these people on notice? Uh, what's the time frame for that? And if it's not happening within that time frame, we should be worried that once again, we're going to go down the route of Benghazi, sir. Yeah, well, so Jordan's a perfect example, and he's moved methodically. He sent letters. Even though the January 6th committee went straight to subpoenas, Jim Jordan is still a professional. He sent letters to every witness and every agency saying, you're coming in or we're going to use compulsory process. We already have responses from the White House and DOJ saying they're not going to answer. And then he's going to send subpoenas. Those subpoenas have to go out this week. He has tried to be a professional and handle it above board. These folks, these government gangsters don't want to do that. So the subpoenas have to go out this week. They got to start going out this week. They don't all have to go out once, but FBI, DOJ, documents, witnesses this week. Next week, we set a hard deadline. That's what should happen. Ten days out from this from the notice of the subpoena. And then when they violate it, we got to go to inherent inherent contempt of Congress powers, and we got to go to the lever that takes their money by the fencing process. So it's about a two-week process from when the subpoenas go out to when you get into the when you really start to throttle down on these guys, and we'll know if our boys are serious. Um, but it's got to go to the Weaponization Committee. It's the only place it can start right now. Homeland can take the border, like I said. That's a big investigation of itself. And the health committee can take Fauci. That's a massive investigation of itself. Steve, if we do these three investigations even moderately right, it will be a monster win for accountability, and it will be an annihilation of the government gangster posse. Uh, how do people get the book? How do they follow you on social media right now more than ever? Cash has always been a key player, but now about to be a critically key player 
and all this going forward. So, Cash, how do people get to you? Thanks so much. At Cash on Truth Social, at KAS on Truth Social, and governmentgangsters.com, governmentgangsters.com. It's also available on Amazon on the easy button. But look, it's on pre-sale right now. The book is done. The DOD is reviewing this, as is 16 other agencies. They don't want this thing out. I'm going to take them to court if need be. This book's coming out in a month, governmentgangsters.com, pre-sale right now. Let's blow up the charts. Steve, you guys have been so generous with your time on it. I want to get into the top 100. Tell everybody you know that Government Gangsters is on pre-sale right now at governmentgangsters.com. Cash, thank you. Thank you for all the work. Uh, Cash is working 20 hours a day now and also going around the country talking and getting people up to speed. So thank you, Cash. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Have a great day. Can we have Can we have a drum roll? We have a special guest. And I've been getting nothing but stink eye from the, uh, from the War Room Posse. So I got to – we have the one and only Dr. Peter Navarro. Dr. <laughs> Navarro joins us. We, we buy phone? Oh, we buy phone? We're not even – I don't even see your lovely visage. Everybody's been on me. They want to make sure you're not, you didn't go the way of some other form, <laughs> former host or co-host. And we'll be nameless right now. Um, tell us, uh, now you're going to be back with us on a regular basis starting here pretty shortly. Why the absence, sir? Well, look, Raheem and I were, we did like around the world in 80 days, man. We were like kicking back. No. <laughs> 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 All right, here's the serious thing. As, as everybody knows out there, and I'm not going to talk about the details of it, um, I've been in the uh, the crosshairs of the Department of Justice, and I've been having to fight that legal fight. And you know me, Steve. I stay focused hold on that, it, number hold one. It, hold it. Hold it. Hold I'm it. Not talking hold about hold it. Hold it. Yeah, stop. 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 Part, part stop. Of, yeah. There's no. Hold it. There's no whining. There's no whining in the war room. You're coming back here for whining. the first time in six I'm months. Not I got yeah, to hear a big whine. I got to hear a big one. Now, let me tell you I got to hear a big one. I got an exclusive for you if you want it, Admiral. Okay? I've been yeah, give it to me, baby. Kind give of it a mini, mini documentary podcast we can debut on the War Room. Wow. Which addresses the question of why the red wave never happened. So I've been writing scripts, recording okay. some of that. And I think, you know, look, um, all of us, all of us were disappointed and what happened in November, and it's a very complex Rubik's Cube. And I, I thought it was important okay. to step back from, from the day-to-day and try to think through that, because we're not going to win in 2024 unless we have good answers for why it happened and address the root causes. That's my mission right now, okay. Admiral. And so Perfect. I've been focused you're great, on that. And I had, you know, we, just full yeah. disclosure here, I, yeah. uh, I fractured... Uh, the fourth vertebrae of my lumbar spine, and um, uh, it's just been you know it's been a, a physical therapy recovery. Now, Nothing like threatening. Now, now, now the audience, now the uh, now the hold it. Now the audience understands. I've been playing uh, Florence Nightingale, right? To, to I've been oh, yeah, I've been yeah, nursing yeah, 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 right. yeah, uh, been Navarro back to, of, to, to, lot, to perfect health. A lot health. of sympathy. Uh, Navarro, can be back on the war room. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, no, no a, tears. Not a drop uh, of sympathy from the admiral, baby. You're look, no, we're none, warriors, zero. baby. We don't, you know. It's like, you know, to wrap it up and get your ass back in the battlefield. So here I am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're looking forward to the documentary. I'm gonna let you go. How do people? Uh, where do people get to you on social media? Well, the best thing to do right now is to go to this wonderful website, uh, GiveSendGo forward slash Navarro. GiveSendGo forward slash Navarro. 
Uh, that's the gateway to uh, my legal defense fund, as well as uh, how to reach me on on uh, Twitter and and the other social media. So um, there it is. And uh, look, when we come back, Steve, I want to be talking the economy. We've got, um, yeah. I think, a, a major market event coming yeah. uh, to the downside. We'll talk about all that. But Cortez is doing gonna, a great job. We're, we're, so we're, you, Steve. We we we, we got to bounce, Peter. Friends, you know as well as I do, the institutions we used to trust are collapsing. When things hit the fan, and trust me, they will, you need to rely on yourself. No one else is coming to save you. That's why I've invested in emergency food from My Patriot Supply, and you should too. Right now, if you go to MyPatriotSupply.com, you'll get their new lower pricing on three-month emergency food kits. These kits give you breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that average over 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one kit for each person in your family. Your alternative is to stand in long government food lines. Do you want that? Does your family want that? Now listen, time is not on your side. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kits while you still can. These kits are in stock, and they ship fast, and they ship free. They arrive in unmarked boxes, too, so nobody knows you have food. You'll thank your lucky stars for that when the time comes to use them. Now go to MyPatriotSupply.com while you can. That is MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Okay, uh... I know I see the chat across all of our different platforms is a static. Yeah. Dr. Navarro's had some serious health issues about his back. We'll get into more on that. I tease him about no whining, but he's a uh, true warrior. He's been working on this documentary podcast about going into the math and the numbers of the 2022 midterm. But he is uh, he's not quite fully back because he's still in a pretty bad shape with his back. But we're going to make sure that uh, he gets all the care he needs and he'll be back uh with us on a regular basis like he, he was. Um, by the way, massive news out of, out of Pennsylvania. Alexander Priate, our um, great comms person, sends me something we've been tra- tracking very closely. Mark Houck, or Hoke, up in Bucks County. Remember him? He's the, a gentleman with uh, seven children. The FBI went in and, and dragged him out, uh, and, and it got all these guys rolled up at him as a pro-life activist for saying the rosary at these abortion mills. He was just acquitted on, I think, all charges, all charges dropped, acquitted on all charges, uh, a jury just acquitted him in a federal court. This is the weaponization of government. This is the scumbag, Garland, the U.S. attorneys, the FBI. They're complete scum. And here a jury acquitted on all charges just happened up in uh, up in Philadelphia. We're going to get more details and hopefully get them on. They've been very restricted about what they do because they're in trial. Uh, Boris, I got a lot to talk to you about. I really want you on to talk about Ukraine and everything there, but you talk about weaponization. And, and this is why, look, even if you're not a fan of President Trump's, there's been nobody that's taken on the administrative state in the deep state like this guy. And they're out after him at every level. And in fact, what this audience sees, and you guys are more dialed in than anybody else, you see one-tenth of what's actually going on. Boris, uh, what's what's the latest on and, and you guys and, and your, the team you put together and these other great lawyers down there are hammering every day uh, for the president. But every day you pick up, it's another outrage. And this is nothing but the weaponized uh, administrative state 
both federal and state level, coming at uh, President Trump, Boris Epstein? Steve, honor to be with you. Honor to be with the posse. Here's what I'll tell you in terms of the news today. President Trump continuing to fight against fake news, fighting against misinformation, fighting against corporate overreach and corporate wokeism in the law, a robust powerhouse lawsuit he just filed against Bob Woodward, Simon & Schuster, and their, parents, and their parent Paramount Global. So that's what President Trump is doing. Meanwhile, those who are trying to drag him down, trying to battle against MAGA, battle against President Trump becoming president, as he will again at, at the latest on Jan 20, 2025. They're trying this nonsense, but leaking, oh, there's a grand jury in New York, and it's looking at some nonsense. First of all, a grand jury sitting is literally nothing. That's not news. They all, they're, they're effectively constantly sitting. Second of all, everyone knows President Trump didn't do anything wrong in any and all attempts. To, to attack him, to target him, to persecute him, are absolutely naked and violent weaponization of law enforcement. I go back to this, uh, the Bloomberg's reporting, go back for a second to the, to the Woodward situation, President Trump on offense. What's going on? Is this about Woodward's book? Is it about the interview? Is it about the tapes? Why is he going after Woodward? Steve, it's about the tapes. Bob Woodward was specifically told that he had no license to market the audio tapes, to sell the audio tapes, to profit from the audio tapes, that they were only to be used for, quote-unquote, the written word, which was for one of the books Woodward was working on, for which President Trump graciously agreed to have several interviews about. What, what does Woodward do? And he takes those tapes and tries to release them to the world and make money off them and charge the American public money for those tapes. But it didn't stop there. It didn't stop from, with wrongful profiteering and a total abuse of co-pilot and a violation of President Trump's rights. They also doctored the tapes. They actually manipulated the tapes in an attempt to, make, to somehow make President Trump look bad. So, and, and it's easy to see from the transcript versus the audio, they would take a question that Woodward would pose, and they would splice in an answer to a different question from President Trump. So several counts in this lawsuit, Bloomberg doing a great story on it, Today, the lawsuit is going to be released publicly as well for all to see. President Trump fighting, fighting for the truth, fighting for honesty, fighting for justice, and against the woke, radical, deranged fake news media. How do you do with this local, all the local DAs, they have no downside. They only have upside because they're totally politicized and it plays to the hardest core of their base. What is their overall strategy for punching back? Because all of these things are all nonsense, obviously, right? But this is just to get uh, this is just to get them uh, uh, print and media coverage to get them uh, be star. They want to be stars, and this will make them stars on MSNBC. Am I incorrect in that, sir? Of course, that's what they want to do. They want to get their you know just like Tweet Barrar. They want to get a fancy contract at a fancy law firm. They want to get a fancy uh, contributorship and go and spew more of their nonsense. This is what's happened in America. It's, it's sad. It's, it really is just shows how decrepit our law enforcement is. And, and this, you know, we respect the men and women in blue with all our hearts. We respect law enforcement. But the, the leaders of law enforcement, going back to Comey and Strzok and his lover Page and, uh, and McCabe, and now, of course, McGornigal, the disaster, right? This guy who was the head of the FBI counterintelligence office in New York, supposed to be, quote-unquote, investigating any connection to Russia, is taking bribes, allegedly, from the Russians. So you had an absolute disaster, absolute shaming of the leadership of law enforcement in this country, and it's continued, continued today with this news that just came out about the total acquittal in Pennsylvania of that pastor who was wrongfully accused and wrongfully harassed. 
No, it's just totally weaponized. Uh, Stefanik was on uh, Maria. We just had Cash talking about it. Do you anticipate uh, real uh, a real effort here on this weaponization committee? You think this is going to be a heavy hitting committee that's really going to expose the American people what exactly went on here, sir? No doubt about it. A thousand percent. This weaponization committee is chock full of MAGA champions. Jim Jordan's leading it. Elise Stefanik is a leader in the committee. You got Daryl Issa, Jack Conlick, others. You got tough people in that committee. And that committee is appears to be fully focused on bringing an end to this targeting and weaponization of law enforcement that has no place in America. It's straight out of a banana republic. So yes, I hope, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to delivery from this committee. Boris, you know, you and I talked a lot last week. Last Friday was the 80th anniversary of the of the commemoration of the Holocaust. Uh, you know, the Holocaust of uh, commemoration, 80th anniversary. Uh, we're on the eve. Tomorrow's the 80th anniversary of the uh, surrender of Field Marshal Paulus's uh, 300,000 men. What was left of it, army in uh, outside of Stalingrad. Uh, and I know you know a lot of the details here. I just don't think the American people understand because you've got Zelensky's now asking for troops. He's saying, hey, they're having a huge call up in Russia. Where am I going to get these troops from? I need F-16s. I've gotten tanks, but tanks may not be enough. And and this has shifted from defend Ukraine or defend the Russian-speaking eastern border of Ukraine on this border skirmish. Now they want to uh, they want to liberate Crimea. They want to. They want a land war, combined arms with tanks, combat aircraft, all supplied by America, and I think American crews to liberate uh, Crimea. Can you connect that to the Holocaust, the 80th anniversary of the Holocaust, and uh, which we was uh, the memorials on Friday and uh, the fall of the German army outside of Stalingrad, sir? Steve, I was one of the first people, and I'm proud to have done it on air to say that Vladimir Putin was making a major mistake with this invasion into Ukraine. And I believed it then almost a year ago now, and I believe it now, there's no doubt about it. Full stop. Having said that, for America to be sending billions and billions and billions of dollars when we have no border, when our economy is crumbling, when our cities are crumbling. And now, let's just be honest, through instructors and machinery and weaponry, effectively starting to engage in a hot war with Russia in Eastern Europe, this is a disaster waiting to happen. And I'd love to ask, all those on both sides of the aisle who are pushing for this, what is their end game here? What is the what, what is their denouement? How is this going to actually finish for the United States of America? Are we trying to get into a, a nuclear war as, pres- as President Trump talked about this weekend, or do we or could we get to a resolution? What we need to be focused on here is a resolution and any prolonged war, no matter how much the military industrial complex wants it, and, and is now pumping out you know the F-16s and all that. A prolonged war in Eastern Europe is a disaster for the for America, which we've got to be putting first every single day, and a disaster for the world. President Trump was pretty adamant on on Saturday when he really had the second kickoff of the campaign in New Hampshire, and then later in South Carolina, he said, "Hey, look, uh, if I was in charge now, but when I'm in charge, I can get I can get this put, I can get a peace deal here and get people to the table in 24 hours." Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Well, I'll say this. President Trump is somebody who obviously has an unbelievable experience, an unbelievable track record of deals, both as a businessman, you know, literally out of the deal, and when he was in the White House. Everything from dealing with Kim Jong-un to the, to the tariffs on China to the USMCA, President Trump 
And of course, the Abraham Accords, the historic Abraham Accords, there have been no peace deals in the Middle East in almost 30 years. President Trump getting three peace deals done. President Trump gets results, resolves conflict. And hey, you know, if Joe Biden actually had a, had a head on his shoulders and wanted a true resolution to it, he would ask the president, hey, let's put the politics aside and let's, let's come to a resolution. Do I expect that to happen? No. The, the, the team in the White House was too hopeless and too arrogant, a terrible combination. America first is clearly, you know, what the base wants, right? They want people to focus on the United States, our southern border, all of that. But you look at the people even talking about it, whether it's Bolton or Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo, who's a good man, I know him very well, others. Um, America first really hasn't gotten much traction with them. <laughs> they, they are very much from the neocon school of thinking. I mean, they're, they're, they don't want to double down in Ukraine. They want to triple down Ukraine. What is that gap? between what President Trump represents and laid out as a, as a foreign policy and national security policy and didn't get us in any conflicts, think the first president in, in living memory, didn't get us in a, to a war, uh, versus what, the, uh, what I call the Keebler elves are, are cooking up to run against him. Keebler elves, I think it's pretty apt. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these folks, they're just, you know, the quote-unquote contenders, which they're much more pretender than contender. You know, they, they're lifelong, you know, part of the apparatus, part of the process, and part of the establishment. These are establishment folks, and they're used to the old Republican line of, yeah, send money, send troops, send weapons, and let's go to war. I mean, John Bolton, literally, you know, war is his favorite meal. So, and, you know, Nikki Haley and others, uh, Mike Pompeo, seem to be not too far from there. The reason, the reason that President Trump was a historic godsend in 2016 is because he changed the status quo both for America as a whole, but for also for the Republican Party. Also for the Republican Party. And the same has, ha- has to happen again. He won in 2020. Yes, I said loud and clear. President Trump won in 2020, and he's got to win in 2024 to keep us out of these wars. And you know what? As sad as this may sound, I'm not convinced that anything is going to be resolved on the Russia-Ukraine front until President Trump is back in the Oval Office. And when he is, it is going to be resolved awfully quick. Uh, Boris, can you, uh, can you uh, tell us where your coordinates are? How do people get to you? No doubt about it. A lot of information is coming out. Follow us. There's going to be statements coming out on this robust powerhouse lawsuit from President Trump in fighting fake news. He's fighting at every single turn. My information, hot on the website, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on social at Boris. I'm the hottest on the ground. Boris, I'm Mr. Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Boris, thank you very much for coming. Okay, uh, we've got a lot to, to get to. One thing I want to do is if we can put up the uh, CPAC before we go to break. We're going to be at CPAC. Real America's Voice is going to be there. We're going to have the War Room there. All the shows, all your favorite shows are going to be there. Live audience participation, just like we did at Turning Point, just like we did at CPAC Dallas. We want everybody, everybody in, that can hear this, we want you to come. CPAC is going to be fantastic. We're in our breakout rooms. We're going to spend time with you guys like we did these other our conferences. I want to see everybody. You get $47 off the general admission ticket. So go right now to cpac.org slash warroom. 47 bucks off. The entire crew is going to be there. All of our contributors, all of, the, uh, all of our production staff. You get to meet everybody, including Grace Chong, Captain Bannon, Jane Zirkel, Natalie Winters, Nicole Nagardi. The whole team will be there. Short break. Back in a moment. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, 
but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Right. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now we have the people with us but they had the corrupt election officials with them. That's how they win. That's how they win. And guess who else they have with them? The corrupt members of the fake news. It's terrible. So we all know there was corruption all, we all know there was corruption all across this great country, but nowhere, nowhere in the country was it more blatant and obvious than what happened right here in Maricopa County. I wish I could share every bit of testimony we have, every bit of sworn documentation that we have, every bit of evidence, but literally we would have to be here for a full day, maybe a day and a half. And I know that you guys are hot, so we're, I'm gonna go over some of the highlights, how's that? But I do wanna hit on some of the big bombshells that our team has uncovered. First of all, let's start with- Last night, it was, last night it was extraordinary. Last night was extraordinary. Thousands of people show up this Carrie Lake, um, the Carrie Lake um, rally, and she was going to explain. It was going to be fairly academic, you know. This wasn't going to be a, like a a jack up rally. This is going to be uh, want to you know get you updated on the evidence, what we're doing, etc. Particularly since, and Wendy Rogers there, Senator Rogers, uh, had Shelby Bush and others uh, testify at her committee, uh, and there's actually more bombshells happening right now. They're live there right now. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna get on Getter later with an update. Uh, hopefully, they're out there right now with uh, Senator Wendy Rogers getting more. I think official um, about this cheating into the be documented and then into actually the public record. Then it then could be used in court. But over the weekend, Arizona Jeff DeWitt, who is the COO CFO of the 16 campaign, won I think with 80 percent of the vote uh, in Arizona. Uh, President Trump endorsed him. Kerry Lake endorsed him. I think uh, um, the guys over Turning Point uh, in, in, endorsed him. Um, then you got you had a main, you had an establishment thrown out. So there's a lot going on. The one thing, and the story from my John Fredericks this morning, I think the other day about, I think we have to process what happened at Dana Point. Um, it's not just about Rana 
being reelected. Hey, she ran a campaign and they had, you know, these, they, you know, these people vote for her and she won, she won, she won big, even though Harmeet started late and Mike Lindell started late. Um, but it's something deeper, more fundamental. I've got to process it. It is, that just can't be it. If, if that's going, if that's going to be it, uh, you're not going to take this country back at that level. That has to be totally rethought. And the state parties, obviously, when you talk to them, they're being starved for cash. They're, you know, they're talking to people over the last three or four days of Mike Lindell and Kerry Lake. They need fundraisers. They need to raise money. The precinct strategy, though, still they still want to block that out. So we're going to get to the – we're going to sort this entire thing out. But like I said, I'm just hey, my strongest recommendation right now is just hold the money. Don't, don't, don't – no need to send – don't send any money right now. Just hold it. And we'll think this through together. And I'm not picking on the RNC. I tell people you want changes in the Catholic Church, hold the money right now. Just just don't send it. Otherwise, you're going to have more of this madness you see coming out of Rome every day and, and filtering down to these left-wing bishops and then to the uh, and then to the parishes. So, hey, the way to get their attention, the way to grab them by the throat is just cut off cut off the auction. The auctions is always the... The small donors, small donors don't donate. Then they understand they got uh, they got problems. There's not enough big donors to write enough checks to make up for that. So it's time to really rethink and to kind of process uh, what happened last week um, on CPAC. I want to make sure once again, everybody, you get a special deal, 47 bucks off. This could be a, this is going to be a great gathering. We're going to do all types of special things. We're going to have all of our contributors there. We're going to be doing the show live both the morning and the afternoon version. You're going to have tons of speakers. They're going to be rolling out huge speakers. President Trump's already committed. One of the reasons it's back in Washington, D.C., it's back at National Harbor. They were very successful down in Florida. They were very successful in Texas. But I think Matt and Mercedes and the rest of the team, Lauren and Nassim and others over at uh, CPAC, thought it was time to get back and do it in a more traditional in a more traditional setting. It's very important. But go to CPAC.org slash war room, you get $47 off. And Mo and them are going to start keeping a list, start making contacts with you guys in the, in the live chats to find out who's coming so that we make sure that we see everybody and, uh, and spend some time with everybody. It's one of the great uh, benefits of doing Turning Point and CPAC Dallas is we got to see so much of the audience. We got feedback uh, and got to really put uh, names to faces, and it was just fantastic. And I think you'll see that we try to go out of our way for audience interaction, and the reason is, is that you guys make the show. The reason the show is so special is quite frankly the power that you people have, and they you know this on Capitol Hill right now. You know it from whether it's the the debt ceiling negotiations or this new one. And, and look, to be brutally frank, we have two huge pieces of work in front of us. The the two well three. Let me throw the transhumanism in for a second because next hour, uh, Joe Allen's working on it right now. You're going to have a great cut from the speech that Peter Thiel gave in Oxford about artificial intelligence, and we're going to break it all down. Also, Naomi. Wolf and uh, Lindsay from Texas on Twitter, but Lindsay Jones are going to join us about latest developments about the VAX and everything related to the VAX. And of course, we got a kind of a blockbuster at the beginning. Adam uh, Andruski from Open Books has been doing one of the toughest nuts he's had to crack in the state of California because they didn't want to turn over documents. Got an explosive uh, investigation into Gavin Newsom and Gavin Newsom's wife, Jennifer Siebel. And uh, I know people can't stand the center of the name, but hey, you're going to have to live with it because they are power players. And they're going to have a major impact in this country unless we stop it. Okay, and you'll see exactly what they're trying to do to promote their political brands. That'll all be next. Also, make sure historic day. Mike Lindell has worked on this for a long time. Uh, MyPillow 2.0. Go to MyPillow.com. Promo code Warren. Buy one, get one free. He's launched with new technology, the uh, 2.0 MyPillow. 
And as you know, Mike Lindell's for years been working on the patents for these things and working on the improvements. This is the, actually at the time he felt a 2.0 needed to come out. And so we know how you love uh, the pillows and how they've helped you sleep the sleep of the just. But go to my pillow right now. Uh, promo code Rorum, buy one, get one free. This is the first day of the launch on it. Uh, stick around. We're going to take a short commercial break. The second hour is actually going to be on fire, just like the rest of the day's been. Okay? We got a War Powers Act we got to push. We got the financial model from the Treasury. We got to force it all out. You are the forcing function, the audience, the most powerful audience in all media. That would be the audience of the War Room. Short commercial break. Back with Adam, Naomi, Lindsay, and Joe Allen next in the War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 